Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All I heard him say was, I miss my chef, I miss my housekeeper, I miss my whore, and I miss my babysitter. He didn't say, I miss how she used to look at me. I miss how she used to make me feel. I miss what we felt when we first got married. No, he said, I started to look around and my dishes were dirty and my house was dirty and I called out for my wife and then I realized she doesn't live here anymore. Has this man learned his lesson so far? I'm thinking, no. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for, but need. Welcome. To almost adulting. Almost adulting. Almost adulting. Are you ready? Hi, besties, and welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, the largest self-love podcast and movement, your number one destination for personal growth and transformation. I'm your big sister, Violetta. Before we get started, I want to remind you to hit the subscribe button, whether you're on Spotify, Apple, or you're currently watching Almost Adulting on YouTube. That is correct. We are now on YouTube. So make sure if you want to catch these episodes in video, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Almost Adulting. We are now entering the month of April, which is honestly insane how the year is already going by. I'm, I don't want to talk about it. But anyway, for Confession Corner this month, I wanted to do something a little different. And this time I decided to go through Reddit and find the most what the fuck confessions and share with you guys. I won't even be talking in the middle of them. We're just going to play them out, hear out what they have to say, and then we will express our opinions. Let's get this started. And if you do enjoy this episode, Don't forget to share with your friends and to leave me a five-star review by the end of this episode on the Apple Podcast app or on Spotify because it really does help me tremendously. And I'm still trying to reach our number one goal where we are the number one relationship, love, and mental health podcast. Currently, we are number seven. So let's get to number one. I can't do it without you guys. Okay, so let's get started. My girlfriend whispered something to me when she thought I was asleep. Because of my job, I always wake up way earlier than my girlfriend. Literally two hours earlier. So I also have to go to bed way earlier than her to get enough sleep. Yesterday evening when I went to bed, I couldn't really sleep because I had an important event today at work that made me nervous. So I was still awake when my girlfriend went to bed. I was really hot, yes, even during winter, so I slept without my blanket. I thought about talking to her, but something told me to keep my eyes closed. And I did. She took the blanket and covered me with it. Then she kissed me on the forehead and then she said it. She whispered it. She said every single word. Some people might say it's too cheesy but I don't care. And I can remember every single word. I love you. I love you so much. I love you more than anything in the world. I love you more than words can express. You make me laugh, you make me happy. You make me feel loved. I'd never liked the idea of getting married but you changed my mind. I want to stay with you forever. I'd rather die than live without you. My life isn't complete if you're not in it. I love you. Then she kissed my forehead again and I tried my best not to let her know I was awake, which was hard because I teared up. After that she went back to her side of the bed and laid down. I only then opened my eyes. I laid there for at least half an hour until she started snoring and I knew she was asleep. I got up, 
went to the bathroom, and cried my eyes out. This was the most wonderful thing I've ever heard. I've never felt so much love in my life. After many years of bullying, my self-confidence was so destroyed that I didn't know if I deserved to be loved, let alone that anyone could love me like that. What made it even more special was the fact that my girlfriend had a bad past and had a lot of trouble showing her feelings on the outside. Even with me she had a hard time being vulnerable sometimes, and the fact that she said this when she thought I couldn't hear her means that what she said came from her heart. Oh my god, I was not expecting to start with this. I'm sorry, that was really depressing for most of us singles. Wow, that is so beautiful. That kind of actually reminds me when I was younger in my on and off relationship with my ex of seven, eight years. I had no idea how to talk about my feelings and I used to yearn to open up to him and to speak to him and to talk to him and I used to believe that maybe if I was more emotional or if I was able to talk about my feelings he wouldn't cheat on me as if cheating on me was my fault and I remember when he would fall asleep is when I would finally tell him like oh my mom's in the hospital right now and I'm so scared I'm so worried or I'm really scared you're gonna leave me eventually or I don't know if you love me or I had the worst day today I had another fight with my dad and I have no one to talk to and I would only say it when he was asleep which looking back now is really sad uh, I have no idea if he ever heard it but <laughs> he never confided he never said anything but that was really beautiful I hope that this woman whoever she is eventually is going to feel brave and strong enough and safe enough in her relationship that she will eventually tell this to her partner when he's awake but I do think it's a beautiful first step where you are confessing your true feelings to that person even if they're asleep very beautiful what a depressing way to start the episode okay let's get to one that's more dramatic this one's a side eye okay I feel repulsed by my wife my wife 25 female and I 37 male have been together for six years, married for two. She had always been really slim, athletic, and in good shape, but was still really insecure about her body. When we decided to try for a baby, she was very worried about what pregnancy would do to her body. I reassured her as best as I could, I was confident that she'd look cute with a baby bump and knowing her, she would be super healthy during the pregnancy and work hard to get back in shape after giving birth. She ate healthy, exercised, lighter than normal, but still, and only put on 15 pounds during the pregnancy, which is less than the doctor recommended amount. Our daughter was born two weeks ago. A healthy 7 pounds 6 ounces. My wife was back to her pre-baby weight before we even left the hospital. However, to my surprise, my wife started grossing me out during the pregnancy. The big belly, stretch marks, acne, and big dark nips really put me off more than I ever imagined. I started turning her down for sessy time 4 months ago, and haven't even tried to be intimate since. Now that the baby's here, it's even worse. The number on the scale may be the same as before, but my wife doesn't look as good. Her gut is flabby and still fat, but starting to sag. Her breasts are leaking milk. Her vagina is ruined. She looks old and haggard, despite being only 25. The stretch marks are permanent. I want to be attracted to her. I just can't. I feel disgust and revulsion when I see her body, and I can never tell her because she's always been so insecure. On the other hand, and I feel like the world's biggest asshole for feeling this way, she seems almost proud of her figure now, because she's already lost all the weight. I feel weirdly resentful about that. It sort of bothers me that she might think she looks good, because she doesn't. I hope maybe I was feeling this way because of some sort of psychological problem on my part, like maybe my intimacy drive was gone because of new parent stress or postpartum depression but that's not the case. I can still become aroused and pleasure myself to pee, and lately I've been very tempted by one of my co-workers. I love being a dad. I love my wife. I used to love my marriage. My wife is such a sweet, selfless, caring woman. It would break her heart to know I feel this way. I don't want to blow up my marriage over this, but I can't go on in a marriage without intimacy forever just because I can barely bring myself to look at her. I have an appointment with a lawyer tomorrow morning. I don't know what else to do. Side eye. Side eye bombastic side eye are you joking this woman in her 20s brought life 
I mean, the fact that women are able to bring life, able to create something inside their body and then bring life to this magical thing. Are you joking? We just went from one, one of the most beautiful confessions to one of the most disgusting. Obviously, one part of me is, you know, the therapist part wants to be like, okay, but, you know, he's just confessing how he really feels. It's not his fault if he feels those emotions. But in my opinion, I genuinely believe that when something about someone else makes us feel disgusted or resentful, normally, most of the time, it comes from deep-rooted issues of our own. For example, okay, with one of my ex-boyfriends, I forget what was happening, but I was already not happy in the relationship in general. I was starting to grow resentful of things that he was doing, like flirting with other women. I caught him one time in the DMs and things like that. It was one of my other exes. Yeah, I definitely had a type. And the type was men who don't like me. (laughs) But I recall that when I was dating him, I started to let myself go. And when I let myself go and it was making me self-conscious, I started to notice that he's also gaining weight. And I started to then think about how much I'm not attracted to him anymore. But I think deep down inside, it came from me being resentful or hating my own body. So I started to judge him because it's so much easier to judge someone else than to judge yourself. So in my opinion, it does feel like his issues are actually coming from within. Even if that really is how he feels deep down about his partner, it's honestly disgusting because it's almost discouraging sometimes then for women. Like the stuff that we go through with our bodies. I mean, she transformed her whole body. She feels so proud of her post pregnancy body and the fact that he said I feel resentful that she's so proud of her body like she thinks she looks good or something when her body went through so much transformation her body will forever never be the same and instead of her partner who is married to her who promised to love her through anything is now like oh you know what your nipples are a little darker so that's not for me it's so discouraging it makes you as a woman never want to talk to a man again Not saying all men are like this, but it's depressing, honestly. I would love to hear you guys' opinions on these. I wish I could actually do episodes like this live so we can all have a conversation and get our thoughts on what the fuck is that about. Because no, I hope to God that she leaves him and she finds a man that will treat her better. And guess what will happen then? He will go out there and you will try to find another 20-year-old woman. And that 20-year-old woman will be like, no, you're in your 30s. You're a little too old for me. You're not rich enough and you're already a dad. I'm not looking for a dad. I'm looking for a daddy. Not interested. They're going to knock his ego down. And then he's going to go back running to his now ex-wife. And by then she has moved on. I pray and hope that that will happen for her because that guy sucks. The fact that he won't have sex with her, but he'd rather look at porn and whatever other shit he said is, oh, and he said, I'm disgusted by her vagina. Um, maybe because you like dick. Okay. (laughs) The audacity. One thing the men will always have is the audacity, period. I can't. If you thought this story pissed you off, wait until you listen to this one. (sighs) Prepare yourselves. My adultery has ruined my life. I hate myself for it. I am writing this with a lot of pain in my mind. I don't expect people to give me sympathy. I just wanted to share my story so that people could take a lesson. So, please please, before you cheat on your husband or wife or partner, think about what you are giving up for a few minutes of pleasure. I, 37 male, married my wife Annie, 35 female about 13 years ago. We dated for 3 years and tied the knot. Our marriage was great. We were really happy. Suddenly she becomes pregnant. 
I know it is kind of our fault because we didn't use protection every time. For fuck's sake. We decided to keep the baby and our son was born. I thought our family was complete, but things drastically changed. My wife was always busy with our son. She used to be this fit girl who was always radiant, but she just looked like a zombie to me. She didn't care about how she looked while she was in public. I started to- I'm sorry, I don't mean to stop this, but like for fuck's sake, not another post-pregnancy story about how I'm no longer attracted to my wife who gave a whole fucking new life and gave me a child. I would literally give up a kidney, a whole leg, and an arm if that meant the men can finally get pregnant so they can go through what women have to go through. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to stop this, so let's get through this now. I started to feel resentment towards her. Before I did anything stupid, I talked to her and gave her an ultimatum, that if she doesn't go back to her normal shape, I would leave her. She started crying and saying that she is always exhausted and doesn't have time. I told her I would help her as much as I can, but looking back now, I did the bare minimum. The trouble came when she was again pregnant after five years. All the hard work she had done was down the drain. She gained a lot of weight. I avoided her. Just looking at her made me sick. I was either at the gym or at the bar. I was looking for excuses to not come home. That's when I met a girl at my gym, she was hot and had a nice body. She was also very much younger than I was, 20 female. We started talking and I felt alive again. I felt like someone is here in front of me who appreciates me a lot. A few days later, I went to her house and we hooked up. It was like a drug to me. I didn't realize that I was becoming more and more distant with my family. So, just like every cheater, I got caught. My wife found out that I was hooking up with someone else. Good. She broke down in tears right in front of me, she kept repeating, how could you do this to me? You broke our family. At that time, I did something bad. I am still ashamed of it. I yelled at her and called her a hag. I told her that if she looked after herself, I wouldn't have cheated. That it's all her fault. My wife started laughing. It confused me. She said if I helped her, she might have had the time. I was never home and outside screwing some random girl. She told me she wanted a divorce right there. I was really hateful towards her and said, fine, you can, but you really think any man would ever want you with your baggage? I could see it broke her and crushed her. I wanted that at that time. The divorce was settled, she only wanted the house. We shared custody of the kids. The divorce felt like a relief, I could be with my girlfriend whenever I wanted. But that is when I saw the changes. Whenever I was home, the house was not clean. There would be dishes in the sink for days. I remember looking at them and calling for Annie, but Annie didn't live in my house. It became tougher when it was my weekend to have the kids. I realized I knew absolutely nothing about my kids. My son was a picky eater. My daughter was still very little, she would cry a lot. It was exhausting. No matter how much I tried, my son would have complaints about everything and tell me that's not how his mother did it. That wasn't the end of the problems, things with my girlfriend became bland way too soon. My wife would always have a home-cooked meal ready for me, but my girlfriend was just happy to have leftover or frozen pizza for all she cared. I was sick of it. Our intimate life was also very boring. My ex-wife was really great at intimacy. I never had any bad intimate experiences with her, but my girlfriend lacked imagination. Also, she has really one-dimensional personality. My son really picked up on things. He started resenting- Okay, I have to stop it really quickly because it just keeps getting worse and worse and I'm hoping for a- you know, hero story for his ex-wife, but just wanted to note something really quick. This man, as he was saying he misses his wife, all I heard him say was, I miss my chef, I miss my housekeeper, I miss my whore, and I miss my babysitter. He didn't say, I miss how she used to look at me. I miss how she used to make me feel. I miss what we felt when we first got married. No, he said, I started to look around and my dishes were dirty and my house was dirty and I called out for my wife and then I realized she doesn't live here anymore, aka my maid. Oh, and then my now girlfriend, my younger girlfriend, she doesn't fuck like my wife used to, aka I miss my whore. And then he's like, oh, and you know, she only likes to eat frozen pizza, aka I miss my chef. Has this man learned his lesson so far? I'm thinking, no. And the fact that he made her cry like that, but you know what? I will note, I think she has a happy ending because 
that moment when he said, I told her who's going to love you or whatever the fuck he said, and she started laughing. I think in that moment, any attachment she had to this man was gone. And let's see if I'm correct. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. He started resenting me. He was rude towards my girlfriend. My girlfriend would abuse him by calling him a brat. The last straw was when my son yelled at me and said that he hated me and that my girlfriend would never be his mommy. It struck me like thunder. Things ended with her right there. On the other hand, Annie started to change a lot. She lost a lot of weight. She looked relaxed and like her old self. I once complimented her that she looked good, I only got a cold, thank you back. I got to know from a mutual friend of ours that she would sometimes say that the divorce made her realize she deserved better. And yes! things got better because she had some time for herself. Before that she had to clean up my mess and now there is hardly any mess left. I was hit with another realization that I treated her badly. I never helped her when she needed my help the most. Annie understood me, she was kind and passionate. She was just going through a rough phase and I kicked her to the curb, I went into depression. I asked Annie if she could give me a chance. She said no. I don't blame her. For my son, I got to know she started dating an old friend of hers. My son loves him, my daughter calls him Dada. I tried my best for my daughter to call me that, but she didn't. I met them together at a business convention. That man had his arm around my Annie and was showing her off. I was angry. I felt this rage inside my me. My Annie. Later that night, I drank a lot and started to call Annie. I spewed nonsense that her new boy toy is nothing but a weak man that is dating a pathetic single mom like her. I know this, because the next day she came to my house along with my parents. My parents ripped me apart and said to stay the hell away from Annie. I lost my kids, my wife and I already lost my parents after the divorce. I never felt so alone. I wake up to an empty bed. Annie would always cuddle me early in the morning, I missed her warmth. Things between my son didn't improve. He probably knows why me and his mother aren't together. A few months ago, Annie dropped some huge news. She said that she was pregnant. That was the moment I knew I lost her forever. That was the moment? moment? Whenever went to her house to get my kids, I would see how her boyfriend basically worships her and takes care of her needs. If I wasn't so stupid or arrogant and helped her, cherished her, we would still be a happy family. I guess this is my punishment. I have to see another man play family with my Annie and my kids. So please don't be like me. If you really can't deal with it, just divorce or break up with that person. I have hurt a lot of people because of my selfishness. <laughs> when she got pregnant, when she got pregnant with this new man, that's when I realized I lost her. So not at the beginning, when you were repulsed by your wife for giving you a child. Not five years later, when you kept putting her down and abandoning her. Not when you decided to leave and ask for a divorce and you were fucking your new girl. Not when she finally met someone else. Not when you decide to text her and tell her that this guy is just using her because she's some pathetic single woman. But this just goes to show you, when you get some type of hateful comment towards you, more time than not, 
that person is hurting. I'm not saying they're correct. They're incredibly wrong and you should 100% remove yourself from the situation with them. But just know that the words they're saying to you, they don't mean it. It's coming from inside pain, whether they can't have you or they're hurting inside and they're just too forking childish and immature to say how they really feel because they're scared of being rejected. So they'd rather put you down and knock you down so you can be in their level of feeling bad about themselves because misery loves company. So, wow, I am so happy for Annie, from our Annie. That's not his Annie. That's our Annie. I'm happy for our Annie that she moved on. And you know what? God is good. And he's a miserable, pathetic loser. I'm honestly disgusted. Let's look for another one that won't be as upsetting. <laughs> so I asked a question on Reddit and then this person answered. And my question was, what wasn't worth the wait? Last year, I went on a date with a girl. We went to see a movie. I remember it was around July, the middle of winter here in Australia. The movie was Spider-Man Homecoming, and I remember my date mostly just wanted to see Tom Holland. I was more interested in seeing where Spider-Man was after Civil War. So, we went into the theater and watched the movie. It was one hell of a movie. I was enthralled the entire time, and I think that was a problem for her. This girl literally texted me during the movie saying so are you gonna make a move or what? And I pulled out my phone and was like but Spider-Man. Anyways, she was sticking out the movie as if it was a chore while I was loving every second of it. Then the credits rolled and she was instantly like let's go. I guess this girl had never seen a Marvel movie before. She didn't seem the type. I tried to explain to her the concept of post-credit scenes, but explained she was under no obligation to stick around. She obliged and stuck around the first post-credit scene with Vulture and the guy who played Voss in Far Cry 3 happened, and she was instantly like okay, now let's go. And I didn't know how to explain to her that there were two post-credit scenes. I tried though, to no avail. She said. It's pretty clear where your priorities lie. Bye Ethan. And then she flipped me off and stormed out the theater. Pity. She was kinda cute. Anyways, a couple more minutes of credits, and I was starting to feel bad for pissing the girl off. Would I have reacted the same if she'd taken me to see some chick flick? Anyways, I spent the last few minutes of credits pondering whether I was an asshole or she was being irrational. And I decided it was somewhere in the middle and that I shouldn't have left her to wait for the credits scene. Then the scene came on, and it was basically one giant slap in the face to me. I can see both sides. As someone who's a big Marvel fan, I would be really upset if I took someone to watch a movie that I'm really into and they couldn't give a shit less about one of my hobbies or something I'm really into. And yeah, as a Marvel fan, I'm also fully aware of the fact of the credits at the end. So I'd be really upset if we already finished watching the whole movie or during the movie, they're like, how much longer? You know what I mean? Forever ago, when I was 17, with my first boy, wow, today I mentioned all three of my exes. My first boyfriend, who was the least bad one, he was actually pretty chill. We went to see some chick flick or some movie he didn't care for. I think it was with Jennifer Aniston called The Breakup or something. And he fell asleep throughout the movie. But he let me finish watching the movie like a good partner, or a good date. I think we weren't even boyfriend, girlfriend yet. We weren't having sex or anything yet. And we got through the movie. He just took a little nappy nap on my shoulder. But I'd much rather have someone do that than be so rude and just ruin my experience. It's kind of like one of those people that if I'm not having fun, no one's having fun. So I personally feel that she was being a bit dramatic. I would be irritated if I invited someone to go do something that I enjoy and they just had attitude the whole time and then they wanted to leave before it was over. It would just ruin my experience and make me not like them. On the other end, I do understand where some people would be coming from if they were on her side because they would say, well, it seems like he just cares about Marvel more than he cares about her. 
So to each their own, I think that's where you kind of end up finding people to fit you better because clearly their communication doesn't match. Maybe we're just different in that area. So hopefully they never went out again and he found someone who maybe he'll slide in my DMs and we'll go watch a Marvel movie together. But knowing knowing guys who watch Marvel movies, I'm assuming he's like 17. So please don't slide into my DMs as that is illegal. And I'm not interested in dating someone that much younger than me. So pass on that. <laughs> um, okay, so that was that for today's Reddit confession corner stories. I would love to read your reviews about whether or not you enjoyed this episode, whether or not you want to get more Reddit confession stories, or whether you prefer to call in yourselves and confess something. But hopefully you enjoyed this silly little episode and we have a beautiful Thursday episode. It is all about manifesting your perfect partner using the love letter method, which I briefly mentioned in my January episodes. And you guys begged me to create a whole new episode for it. And I did. So definitely everyone tune in to Thursday's episode all about the love letter method. And accept that. I hope you have a beautiful day and a beautiful life. And never say where you're not wanted. You know, hope these stories inspire you to leave someone that doesn't appreciate you or your body or your hobbies and so on. Bye.